If parenthood came with a GPS, it would most likely just say recalculating. Join Yulandi Becker and her guest experts Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for Bump and Beyond, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's that time of the week. It's time for Bump and Beyond with me, Yulandi Becker, and. Yes, the show is all about parenting, and as we join each other on this journey, I'm as always very excited. We talk about different things, and more importantly, we talk with the experts about what needs to happen, not just with boring me. Even though I do feel my insights are not lost on you, our little community we're creating here, I feel, is growing every week, and it is a little bit about that that the show will be today about our support systems. I'm very sure I have mentioned this to you in shows before because, as you know, I also like complaining about parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> my son broke his hand. Um, So my daughter smashed his hand in the car door about three weeks ago, and he broke his hand in the car door, and he's not been able to do sports.、Uh, he's not been able to even tie his shoes. He's not been able to、uh, even write. So I've been doing a relative amount of grade six work. Every afternoon, it's been really. I I can't remember that math was so difficult when I was grade six, but I don't know. I can't exactly remember what we did.、And、luckily, I can still do it. That's the important part. Um, but I've been so he's been dictating and I've been writing, and it kind of brought me to the realization that, you know, I and my family were very lucky because. Uh, me and my husband have the opportunity to actually be. We both work from home, and my husband not all the time, but a lot of the time he also works from home. And we both have relatively flexible working hours, meaning that we are able to actually help with these things in the afternoon.、Uh, Not that I could be working as well in the afternoons. I everyone can do with some extra time. Let's face it. But still, even though we are relatively flexible, I can promise you, my mom, grandma is still on、uh, speed dial for me. And every now and then, she has to step in and help. Shout out to my mom. Pretty sure she's listening. I hope, Mama. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but whether or not,、uh, when you have a baby, when if you have to go back to work or not, having a support system is vital. You that if you haven't learned it yet, and if you're still pregnant and you don't have kids, this is my advice to you: have a support system. And that's what I love about this High FM community. You and me, like I said, we're creating our community here, and I really. I feel very included in this community, and I can just imagine the support that is out there. But sometimes we're also proud; we don't want to ask for help, and that's a reality sometimes. But it is okay. None of us can do this alone, and it's okay to have it. And you shouldn't feel. I mean, there's that old saying, and I mean, isn't this the village we're creating here with Bump and Beyond? It takes a village to raise a child. 
there are various options for childcare out there. So whether or not you have to go back to work or not, there are options available. And I can't wait to hear what your options are. So please, as always, share with me what, um, whether or not you're a stay-at-home mom, whether or not you um, have a nanny, whether or not your kid goes to, if grandma looks after your kid. As always, I want you to talk with me today. So you can send an SMS to 34519. SMSs are charged at 150, or you can telegram me on 061-895-1019. Let's get this conversation started. More on this just now. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. (laughs) If you've just joined me, you are on Bump and Beyond with me, Yolandi Becker, on 101.9 High FM. And as I've mentioned before, it is vitally important for you to have on this parenting journey a support structure and whether or not you have a grandma that's helping you or your kid goes to kindergarten there's various options available Um, and of course as I mentioned before I want you to share with me what your options are or what you're planning to do maybe you're still pregnant maybe you are a grandma in our HFM and you want to be the option available. Share with me. I would love to hear from you. SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 150. Or Telegram me. You can even send a voice note on Telegram. I would love to hear that on 061-895-1019. And of course, you can also phone me. I would love to chat to you on 010 1403020 is our studio line. But I said to you now, I've mentioned it, there's lots of options available. And personally, I feel with my two kids, and I only have two kids, I've had lots of different options that I've utilized. <laughs> so with my son, I've had the privilege with both my children to be at home, first of all. And that is a privilege. In the end, Choice is a privilege. The fact that you can choose to have a nanny, that you can choose to have a kindergarten, it's a privilege to be able to have that. So we shouldn't take that for granted. And I had the privilege to be at home. But even when my son went to kindergarten in 18 months with my daughter, I hadn't, um, because I was part-time starting to work then with my daughter, only helping out temporarily as a teacher I told you guys I segue a lot apparently. Um and um and then I needed to have someone to take care of Emmy. And with Oscar I had the kindergarten when he was small, and then I thought no, I would prefer someone to come to my house. So I did explore a nanny, but it wasn't as easy as I thought. I know lots of people with nannies, and I have to say it wasn't as easy as what I thought to be. I was like, I thought you just pick up the phone and you find someone. Um, I used an agency then. Um, and even that process wasn't, even finding the right agency was tricky, to be honest. And then it's also like, you don't know what questions to be, I mean, I didn't know what questions you should be asking. And luckily today for you out there, I am speaking to the experts. Um, my top two tips before we speak to my expert and before I properly introduce her is that I always feel that, first of all, trust your gut. 
that's trust your gut. You have a feeling and you're going to get a feeling just now when we speak to Yvette van Abad. But also speak up. Remember, it's your child. If you're not happy, change things. There's options. Like I said, we have privilege of options. Use them. But follow your gut and speak up if you're not happy with something that's happening at the kindergarten or something that's happening that you're not happy with. Even with your nanny. I've heard horror stories. But we're talking about nannies today and my expert joining me and unfortunately you can't see her because she looks so beautiful as well is Yvette van Abad who's the proud founder and CEO of the nanny movement so yes she's an expert in nannies and of course a mother because I always speak to parents here if you're not a parent unfortunately you won't make it onto my show (laughs) but also the mom of a beautiful little boy hello Yvette thank you so much for joining me (laughs) Good morning. Thank you for having me. We've, um, I think this is not good. Only a couple of times that we've spoken about before, but if, if you're out there, please go have a look at the nanny movement on their social media pages. They share so much nice content. Just following you is already a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's nice to have you here with me to Thank chat you. about Thank nannies you. today, but let's, the basic question. Um, because it's also, I mean, there's lots of words. I mean, is a nanny and an au pair the same thing? Is an au pair just a fancy word for nanny? <laughs> <laughs> yes, people tend to get confused. And I realized it even more now when we started with the recruitment side of the business. Um, a nanny is someone that comes to your home. You can decide if what's the job opportunity that you're opening. Is it going to be a part-time? Maybe it's just for the first year or maybe it's a full-time. Some people want to um, have someone that they can grow with that can be part of the family. And then you also can split the nanny into two. You can have a, a nanny and you can have a domestic nanny. <laughs> a domestic nanny is someone that will also help you with your uh domestic work at home a nanny if you want a full-time nanny this will be if if someone is in the position if they can have a a domestic worker and a nanny because actually being a nanny is a full-time job I mean anybody that's children will know some some days there's just no time for nothing an au pair is more the the type of person that's looking after older children um, uh, and can help with homework, um, have a, a license, driving around the children, maybe someone that can also do a little bit of house admin, you know, like uh, we need the week's groceries or we need someone to go pay this bill or something like that. So there's definitely a difference in in yeah. the the names, yes. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's already for me also very interesting how you're talking about, because for me, when I was looking for a nanny, I was definitely not looking for someone all the time. I was actually just looking for someone who could help me out maybe two to four hours in the morning sometimes, some days a little bit longer, some days not even at all. And to be honest, only when I started looking for someone that I realized it can be tricky, first of all, to find someone that is only available like that. Yes, yes, tricky. Um, and also, even, like I said, for me, the whole process was a little bit daunting in some ways. But 
I mean, how often, because you also now mentioned domestic workers um, that become nannies, <laughs> of course. And, and I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, in some ways I feel it's a very natural because if you've had someone who works with you, like for instance, um, our helper, Dora is so great. I think she would have actually been really great with my kids as well. And, um, and she would have had a very good transition, but I guess my Craig is already signaling to me now. We'll get into it just now. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, welcome back with me, Yolandi Becker on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond. And as I mentioned earlier, if you've just joined us, we are talking to Yvette van Abar. She's the founder of the Nanny Movement. And we were talking about a very common phenomenon, I feel, in South Africa is domestic workers becoming nannies, um, which I also think is nice. I think it is a nice add-on because you've already, like I said, if you are comfortable with someone in your house already for years and years on end, why not have them segue into yeah. additionally helping if they are happy to do so? But the reality also, of course, is, is that they might not be qualified just because they are parents themselves might not be that they know everything that you want them to do. Yes. Um I, I assume that's also, I, I not assume, I know that's also obviously how the nanny movement started is specifically <laughs> on that. So what, what is that? What you, is that, what does the training entail? What does a good nanny need to know? <laughs> so just to get back to if you have had a, a, a domestic worker for a while and I think you can already tick a few boxes, you know, trust. Uh, yeah. having good communication because you know each other for a while. And I think that's very important to have. So I think it's a very good base to start at. Um, and then if, if she's a mom herself, you will know uh, if there is maternal instinct, um, nurturing, which is very important. So I think then you will go over to using a training company like the nanny movement where we can upskill her a little bit and build on all of those skills that she's already got. Um, so when I started with the nanny movement, it was when I was still working with moms and babies. So that means I heard them. Um, I heard what was the needs, um, what was the concerns they had. And I just grew this love to empower this woman that's also working with children because sometimes they are in very unfair situations where um, they did not have the knowledge and they are penalized because of that or they are mistreated because of that. And I was just like, no ways. Let's give them basic information and see what they can do with that. I mean, if you can build on a natural thing like maternal instinct, I love working with children. I've got lots of patients. Um, the family trust me. The family love me. Um, we can build on top of the, on that and give her, um, information like what is the other qualities that we should have? What is the boundaries when we work with someone else's children? Um, and then we can go over to the finer things, you know, um, 
how to make a bottle, how to change a nappy, even though that is very personal. So I usually tell the moms, remember, I can give them like the research. This is how you should do that. No. You want her to do something, something in a different way. You need to tell her. That's like the, like the you mentioned, the rules. open communication open is communication. so important. That's the one thing that I can hammer on for hours. If you want a fabulous relationship and if you want to go to work with a, um, with a heart that's fine with leaving your child with someone else, you need to have that open communication to being able to say, Oh, I didn't like what you did there. Or can you please do this differently? And nobody's mad because this is the relationship that we have. Yes. I mean, if you want, if you want to, you know, have this lady with you for a while or forever until your children is one day out of the house, it's like any relationship. It's like friendship. It's like a marriage. You need to be able to talk. If we don't talk, there's no way you can have a relationship. Yes. So, um, and then going back to the, the training, um, we start with the, the more basic things, but they are not that basic if you don't know exactly where that person is coming from. Our of frame of references is so different. Even me and you, we will do things totally different and there will be a reason for us doing it that way. So that's why we included even that very, very basic things that's not that basic. And then we go over to how does the brain develop? We all, obviously, we don't go into the very medical terms. We try and, um, you know, make it easy to understand, but so that they understand why are we doing this? Why are we, uh, naming everything? Why no. are we, uh, talking a lot. One of the things I always say is from now on, you're going to talk and talk and talk and talk because that's the number one thing how you are learning a child is by opening your mouth and talking about every single thing that you see and do. Yes. Uh, language development, air, milestones, areas of development, <coughs> fine motor, gross motor. Obviously, we tone that down to the small muscles in your hand or the the large muscles in your body that yeah. help your body to move, things like that. We talk about water safety because mm, there's a lot of homes with water in and around yes. the house. We talk about how to do a daily report card. Why is that important? Because if a mom is not with her child the whole day, who's got all of that um, crucial information? Yeah, of course, if you come home, back yes. from home and your child is all of a sudden throwing exactly. up. Exactly, that's what I tell them. you need to see what your child was eating exactly. during the day, doing yes. it, so because that you know. You go to the doctor over the weekend, the doctor is going to ask you, how did your baby sleep this week? How did he eat? How did he sleep? How did, uh, how was the nappies? Huh? Yes. How many answers can we get in a nappy? I mean, come on. And then <laughs> she don't have any of that information. So then she can have that little file with all of the information. She can flip it open and she can say, let me quickly check. Or before she's going to the doctor. So we teach them how to fill in a daily report card. And anybody can, can if you can just incorporate that, doesn't matter what, yeah. who's after your child. If it's grandma. That's a good one. How to stimulate a child. And I don't mean how to go and buy the most expensive toys. How to use what you have in no. your house um, to play with the baby. No. I mean, they don't usually want to play with 
the toys. They want to play with the remote and the box and <laughs> whatever is lying Not of the expensive toys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um and then we we have four workshops for nannies specifically. We have a comprehensive nanny training part one and part two. And then we have a clever kitchen that we talk a little bit about raising healthy eaters, basic safety rules, guidelines when preparing baby food, fussy eaters, foods to avoid before one, the toddler food pyramid, portion sizes, how to make food fun, lunch, snack and lunchbox ideas, how to set the table and so much more. And when we go into a field like that, we also get in other experts because I'm not an expert on feeding and how to introduce solids, but then I will get in a dietitian because it's important to give through the dietitian. Uh, And then we have a very important one is a mom and nanny workshop. So why did I see the need to do that? Because if we go back to why um, or, or if I choose a nanny, that means we need to get on the same page, no matter yeah. who you are choosing. And that means I need to know a little bit more about you. So who go and sit down with their nanny and ask them, who are you? Or tell them, who am I? Uh, oh, that I, is such a nice thing. Yes. Where do I come from? Do yeah. you know how many children your nanny have? Does she still have her parents? Were there a massive traumatic incident somewhere in her life that's maybe got an influence on how she do things? This is yeah. to help each other to understand each other. And this is also something that if you're not close by our, our workshops, is to consider to sit down with her and Ask her, who are you? Who am I? And then we open that communication because we are building a relationship. And then we can talk about things like, why is it important to be, to have teamwork? Um, again, the opening that communication, how to listen to each other, talk about the specific routine in our house, the daily schedule in our house, um, things like boundaries. What do I like? What do I feel comfortable with? What do I not feel comfortable with? Um, are we going to use uniform? Are we not going to use uniform? Um, we talk a little bit about things that we should get on the same page, um, about how, uh, the road to get your toddler um, to independence. Um, we need to be on the same page there. We need to know how do you feel about this? How do I feel about this? Uh, let's get mutual grounds. Yes. Obviously, in our workshops, we encourage the nannies, remember, this is how you raise your children. This is how you raise someone else's child. How do you raise someone else's child? The way that they want you to raise them. And that is very, very important because if you do not do that, a mom's not going to feel safe with you. And you want parents to feel safe with you when you are a nanny. That means I can trust you to follow my routine to follow the way that I want you to do things, uh, to give the, the the type of food that I want you to give and not yeah. give things that I don't want you to give. Um, so then we, we talk a little bit about those things. Uh, talk about the contract that, um, you know, the things that they don't get to. Yeah. But I mean, it's really so amazing already all these things that you're talking and i mean you've really thought about what a nanny needs to think about because even for me 
like you mentioned, lots of these tools as well that the nanny and the mom, even if you have a grandma at home, that if it's your mom, your own mother or your mother-in-law even, because sometimes we don't know all these things about our mother-in-law to also ensure that you're on the same page. I think it's so vitally important important. because Mm -hmm. I think you can avoid so many conflicts and issues down the road. If you from the start say, if you're going to be doing this, let's talk. And, and just sort it out. I think what what parents must realize when you are using parents or in-laws, this is not a parent, you know, yeah. child uh, a relationship anymore. We are now moving into another type of relationship. And if we can set the boundaries straight here, we can also um, protect our family relationship so it's it's just i think the number one rule everything is we need to talk we need to say what's on our hearts and the other you should be open for someone else talking to you so we need to be able to say and to receive and that's what i always try and encourage parents to do as well is to give your nanny also the opportunity to say listen I am struggling with this three-year-old. Discipline is not my strong point. Please help me. Give me tools. Um, whatever. I mean, if yeah. she doesn't say anything, she's either going to leave or it, some, you know, something's going to go wrong somewhere. Yeah. So, very helpful. Number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> number if one. you if you've just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond with me, Yolandi Becker. And today we are talking about creating your support system, but more specifically talking about nannies. And I'm, I'm talking with expert. I mean, I've realized what an expert you are and also how passionate you are about it, about nannies. Um, uh, Yvette van den Berg, who's the CEO of the nanny movement and I have to say, um, why though? I mean, like I said, there is, we've got the privilege of having options available to us and uh, there are various options. What's, what's one of the benefits? Why would you choose to have a nanny rather than sending your child to a kindergarten or having, I mean, I guess we also don't have grandmas to look after our children, but yeah. what's some of the benefits that you would rather choose a nanny than any of the other options? I think, um, the one thing that really attracts parents is the flexibility of a nanny. So if you're in a, a, a job that's got odd hours or uh, maybe you're self-employed, which means you have meetings early in the morning, late in the evening, no. even at night, you will, I think, lean over to having an, a nanny. Because if you're going to your um, typical uh, you know, school, crash, play group, whatever, they're going to have strict times, you know, eight to four or yeah, whatever. Five or whatever. They might have holiday care. They might not have holiday care. And then if you have a, um, a high-end job, there's no, sorry, I need to take leave. My child is sick. You're also going to lean over to the nanny side because then you always have that support. But my child is sick, but it's fine because I have my nanny at home taking yeah. care of my child. And then the other benefit, I think, um, listen, I, I am very passionate about nannies, but <laughs> I am also, it 
I feel each to their own. Each family yeah. is going to decide this is what's going to work for us. This is what's going to make us feel safe where our child is during the day. But I am an advocate of one-on-one care, um, you know, supporting a child's uh, development individually, having the time to do that. Uh, a school can be fabulous and there's benefits to that. Um, but I think if you do go and weigh them up um, according to your needs and that is what you need and it's a very small baby, I would say the one-on-one care and the flexibility will be the now two two things that that will parents. I mean, I have to say that for me, the big difference was germs. I have to say <laughs> that like the amount of children yes. in a kindergarten and how sickness <laughs> spreads is no, a definite benefit with small children. If you can, I would also say, as far mm-hmm. as possible, have one-on-one care just for that reason. Or else no, the snot okay. nose starts yes. at four months mm-hmm. um, in March and it goes for on. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you, again, if it's a family that's got someone in the family that's immune compromised, or maybe the child's immune compromised, if it's premature born babies, that's definitely going to, I mean, the doctor's going to tell you, that school's not going to work for this yeah. child. And then you do, we do get a lot of families that phone us nowadays and they will say, especially in the first year of a child's life, they will say, the doctor said no more. They cannot be in hospital every two, three weeks. Um, your child will yeah. have to be, be taken care of at home. So definitely that is a big Big thing. We all know that. That's no secret. I, uh, <laughs> not even schools can hide that secret. That's, that's definitely. No. A big thing. Yes. yes. Um, so let's get into the more the practical side of the things. Um, when you're now looking for a, so one of the things obviously with a nanny is if you might have it as an option or not is affordability. How much is an average? I mean, I'm now, I know that it could probably vary a little bit mm-hmm. depending on also how regularly, but what's kind of the average rate for a nanny? So I will usually start um, with the minimum wage, which is absolutely not viable at all. But our government gave us a minimum wage. A minimum wage for a domestic worker, a nanny falls under that section, domestic worker, is 23 rand 19 per hour. That's about for 185 per day, which is really, really absolutely not viable at all. Um, the going right now for a nanny working a full day is 300 rand plus per day my what I usually tell parents is what what you're going to pay that's what you're going to get so be yeah. careful so I mean when we get positions in with the recru- recruitment it will vary from someone that I need to tell them listen your salary is really not enough um, because I'm very passionate about nannies and I'm not going to let someone appoint them and not even pay according to what yeah, to what saying. they're supposed to yeah. Yes. Um the travel costs is so expensive nowadays. No, that no, that's for sure. I would say under three hundred Rand is it's not viable. It's really yeah. not viable. So okay. it it is more expensive to have a nanny sometimes. For sure. But we'll get more into the practicalities just now. <laughs> 
This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker. The show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back. If you've just joined me, I am Yolandi Becker and this is Bump and Beyond. Um, and I'm chatting with Yvette van der Berg about nannies today. Um, it's been... Yeah, again, I, I really, I, f- I feel like I'm going to have to speak to Kathy about this, that my show might have to be longer because I'm always running very quickly out of time. But we still got some moments and I do want us to get into the practicalities. We were just now mentioning and talking about the fact that, uh, yeah, what's the going rate, the practicality of what you should be paying. And you were saying about 300 rand a day and up, depending. And like you said, it's, what you're going to pay for is what you're going to get. And you, and I think it's only fair. In the end of the day, you can't expect um, people also to just do whatever. And I think it also shows that you're looking at both sides of the picture. I, I just mentioned that and throughout that we have choices and choice is privilege. And more often than not, if, especially if you've had the segue from your domestic becoming a nanny, I really feel that you have to remind yourself that that person um, does not have those choices that you have. And yes. you should not be taking advantage of that no. situation at all. So another thing is then now, okay, we are willing to pay the 300 Rand plus per day. We have it available. Lucky us. The next thing is, like I said, even personally, when I started looking for nanny, not so easy. How do you mm-hmm. find a nanny if it's not, if you don't have, or you don't want to. I know, for instance, a, a friend of mine, her domestic, I think she's a little bit older and she didn't want her domestic yes. to yes. become a nanny. Uh, just because she she was like, I'm, I don't even want to leave my baby with my, my own mother because yes. she's afraid something happens with her mom yes. or something and then she can't take care and pick up the baby all the time. Yes. So, which is, I think, a valid and responsible thing yes. to do. Yes, for sure. Um, but how do you go about then? If you, where do you start to find a nanny? So, like you said earlier, that's one of the most daunting things for most moms to do is to get someone that you do not know and you're going to leave your child with them and you're going to leave and <laughs> you have to hope and pray that, that they are going to be fine. So I think uh, the safest way to get a nanny is to use a recruitment company, a placement agency. If you do not want to use an agency, I think the second best would be to get a reference from someone, you know, someone that um, is not going to use their nanny anymore and they can give you a proper reference to say, listen, she worked for us or she worked for our family and she's fabulous and this and this and this. Um, I think that would be the safest. Um, yeah. we often hear horror stories regarding nannies and that's very sad. And when we do our workshops, I always say something about that and tell them, you don't want to be that next one. That's on WhatsApp, on the video. Please, we don't want that. Um, And I'm as passionate as I am about nannies. I can be very strict with them and tell them this is not on. This is this is how you need to be because I feel we need to empower these women so that they can feel that they have a valid 
place in our economy and to be professional in their job. There's no reason why they should feel that they cannot be professionals in their jobs as well. Um, So I think that would be the best places to start with an agency or to get a personal reference from someone. But but now you get, I mean, even if you do get um, a, a nanny, obviously through an agency, I assume you get a couple of options or something, but how would you then know which one is the right fit? What should you be looking for when you are now, I guess, interviewing the person? What would you be looking for? Or should you be looking for? (laughs) Yes. So I think you also mentioned earlier, you need to trust your gut feeling. It's something I think you also learn over time about a few times that you did not trust your gut feeling that the first feeling you get about a person and then you need to. So when we um, send people for interviews, we also give the family some interview questions, things that's important to ask. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yes. So we, because we want them to get the right fit. It's not like this is just, um, you know, we chasing numbers. We want to have a fit because we understand the importance of, having the right fit with the family because we do not want children to have a few people because that causes trust issues. Yeah. Um, but I think the one thing is we, you must establish, does she have really have a love for children or mm. is she just doing this because she needs a job? I think you can establish that quite easily about the energy coming out when she's talking about how I'm working with children. Then, um, Talk about things and ask her about being punctual. I am very strict about being punctual because I feel if you're punctual in the morning, you're at time at work, you're going to be able to do that during the day as well. And all of us know routine is important to children. Um, and if you get a mom that's like this with routine, you know, strict, and she's going to have a nanny that's going to be a little bit laid back, it's not going to work. You must be able to trust this person. So what is it that you feel when you, she's sitting in front of you? Um, would you be able to trust her tomorrow when she comes in no. to take, take care of your child? And how do you communicate in the interview? How is things flowing when we are talking? Is it going easily? Um do you like the person? <laughs> Do you like her? I mean, that is very important. Do you like her energy? I mean, and then we will tell the families. They must tell us, what type of personality do you want? Do you want a bubbly person? I like a bubbly person. Our primrose that works for us. We make jokes. She's got a sense of humor. That's important to us because that's our family. Other families will tell you, I want a quiet demeanor. I, I she must be on a place, do it, you know work no I, we don't talk so we don't want someone that's talking no. all the way so what is you what is it that you are looking for what's going to fit into your household and no. then from the start do not sugarcoat anything it's not beneficial tell them this is what we want this is the hours this is the salary this is where we live where do you live is the transport going to be an issue we need to lay everything on the table and then both of us decide, is this going to work or is this not going to work? I I mean, 
I've already learned so much. I'm glad I don't have to employ a nanny very soon because it sounds <laughs> stressful to me. Absolutely <laughs> is. It definitely is. It's like but a school. <laughs> I do also feel that it seems, for me, the fact is that I love that there is places like the nanny movement out there because in the end of the day, I feel like you guys, you even said, you said the questions for the interview with the parents. We and I think those are the Try to take the thinking out of it because I promise Definitely. you I will not be able to think of all the things to say. That's the thing is you need to, you need to want to take the, the thinking out of it because this parent is stressed and they want to get the best person. So give them everything that they need. We give, we give them a contract when they appoint someone. We um, give them a working plan that they can edit to make it as viable as possible great oh soon running out of time but i might sneak in one more question just now <laughs> this is bump and beyond with yolandi becker the show about pregnancy and babies 101.9 megahertz of life if you've just joined us, you've missed out on a really great show. Uh, I've been speaking to Yvette van der Berg from the nanny movement about how to appoint a nanny. And in some ways, I think this filters through to lots of things, especially the part about communication and what you have to look out for, for various things that you're looking for when you're looking for childcare. Um, but don't fret. Remember that all of the shows are available on our website, highfm.com as a podcast. So if you've missed it, you can go listen to it again and again and again and some of my other shows that I've had. And, of course, all of the other shows um, on chaifm.com is available on podcasts on our website, chaifm.com. But um, as Craig is ruining my show again, telling me that I'm running out of time, yes, you, Craig, <laughs> I have to um, start finishing up. But before you go, um, Yvette, I would like to ask one last question about getting a nanny because we've now spoken about what it will cost to pay the nanny, how, where you will find a nanny, the screening process, even the questions. And we, I have realized that the nanny movement's great and we should maybe use agency, but what's the, what, what percentage does an agency take? Because it seems like you guys are taking a lot of effort here. How much uh, do we have to pay an agency? What's the going rate for that? So we don't uh, do that percentage according to the salary. We've got a registration form, uh, a fee when you register. Uh, it's a 400 rand registration fee. That's when we start immediately. So we start then with the process. We um, arrange, we send the profiles, arrange the interviews. And as soon as the family um, decide on someone, if they do decide someone that's on our database that we um, sent them, we have they have a placement fee. Then we our placement fees range from two and a half thousand to five thousand. It's got different benefits, which are the big the the biggest thing is the guarantee period. It's like probation, oh. so it's got a thirty day, sixty day, ninety day probation. Um, it depending on what package you're going to choose. And in so that, do you get a trial period with your nanny? Can you change your mind thus in that period? In that period, if you see, listen, 
we are not gelling or something went wrong um at no extra cost we will then start the whole process again and we'll um try and get you a good fit because that is what we are what's our heart is we want to get the right nannies at the right families and then we would love to have them for our training as well yes so just before you go where can we find you what is your website address where can we find you Uh, you can find us on our website. It's www.thenannymovement.co.za. Uh, we've got social media pages on Instagram and on Facebook. And then I also have 15 facilitators all over South Africa doing the workshops. You can just go and type in on social media, The Nanny Movement, and it will throw out all of the accounts. Um, and yes, on our website is all of our, um, workshops, the different workshops that's loaded. And we also have two international franchises. We have one in the Wow. And we have one opening in the Cayman Islands as well. Hopefully and, in Israel and, soon. <laughs> yes, that will be fabulous. And um we are very excited about reaching, having a, a bigger reach internationally as well. Yvette, it's been so wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and know-how. <laughs> I, it's been you. really great. And it was Thanks. a very big privilege to have you here. Have a very wonderful so day. Thanks. <laughs> and just like that, can you believe my show is basically coming to an end? We have to remind ourselves that children are not a distraction from more important work. They are the most important work. And on that note of having to find a nanny, I thought it would be a good fit to next week, now that we have the nanny sorted, to talk to Philippa Gerd about maternity leave what you should know about maternity leave because it's not always as easy to know how much money you can be getting where you should apply what your rights are very important uh, topic so join me next week as I speak to Philippa Gerd on maternity leave I can't wait for that the world is changed by our example not by our opinion let's lead by example for our children thank you so much for joining me today until next time Enjoy your day.